This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. In the Patel study, which many members are familiar with, we looked at the benefits of softening and the impact of softening on removal of scale. And in the benchmarking study is the, the next step. We're looking at the alternative devices and taking a similar approach. What are the benefits of these devices and how well do they work um, in terms of removal of scale? That's Eric Yegi, WQA's Interim Product Certification Director and Technical Affairs Director. And welcome to another edition of WQA Radio, where you get the latest news and insights about water treatment and filtration. Find us at wqa.org and on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 57, and we'll talk with Eric about the latest research underway at WQA and WQRF. Plus, we'll get a WQA regulatory update from Kathleen Foltz, and I'll have our WQA tip. Coming up, my conversation with Eric Yegi. All right, Eric, thank you again for joining us. And last we talked, we talked about the challenges for the water treatment industry in 2018. We talked about what's ahead at convention. In this particular uh, chat with you, I'd like to get a sense of research, what kind of research is going on from the WQA and WQRF, the Water Quality Research Foundation standpoint. What can you tell us? Sure. So there are three major uh, projects going right now. There is a benchmarking study, uh, and there is an study, a collaborative study we're doing with AHAM, the American Home Appliance Manufacturers Association. And there's also a study being led by Kelly Reynolds on using point of views filtration as data collection devices. And Kelly is the University of Arizona researcher that has done work for WQRF and WQA in the past. Yep. All right. Can you break down each of those studies for us? Sure. The benchmarking study is being done by Mark Edwards from Virginia Tech, and he's going to take a look at the alternative devices for uh, removal of scale. So in the Patel study, which many members are familiar with, we looked at the benefits of softening and the impact of softening on removal of scale. And in the benchmarking study is the the next step. We're looking at the alternative devices and taking a similar approach. What are the benefits of these devices and how well do they work um, in terms of removal of scale? All right. And timing on that? Is this going to be a while? It will be a lengthy study. We expect the study will probably take two to three years to complete in full. The next one, um, the AHAM study was the next one that I mentioned. We are working collaboratively with AHAM to examine the impact of counterfeit products in the marketplace. So we've seen a large influx of counterfeit products into the marketplace, and many of the manufacturers have been impacted by that. And one of the concerns with counterfeit products is, of course, are they safe and do they work? And so that's the type of things that we're looking at in that study. Okay. And, and how soon might it be before we know something about that study? 
That study we are hoping should be done and released in early 2019 or 2018. And then the third study. The third study is uh, that I mentioned was from was Kelly Reynolds study. Kelly Reynolds submitted a proposal under the 2017 grant program to study the the to use filters uh, point of view filters as a data collection device to study the microbial content of the water that's coming into the homes and to use that data to develop a risk-based model for uh, homeowners as i understand it then you take the filter that has collected this uh, the contaminants and take a look at what exactly was coming into that home correct yes it's a it's a pretty pretty unique idea she's she's uh, come up with the idea of while well, these filters have been in place in many homes for a long time they've been sitting there collecting all these things and let's go out and grab them pull them into the lab and figure out what they've collected and then use that data to develop a risk-based model for the water that was coming into the home very interesting and now are there new uh, rfps out there are there's a new rfp out for the 2018 wqrf grant and that would, again will be an open-ended rfp so we don't know what types of of submittals we're going to get under it. Um, we will take a look at all the different submittals and select the best one. And then there's also a specific RFP out for the water emergencies project. Okay, and people can find out more by going to wqrf.org. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. Eric, always great to have you on WQA Radio giving us your insights. Appreciate it. Thanks, Wes. This is Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager, with your regulatory update. During our last update, I brought up New Jersey's efforts to regulate emerging contaminants at the state level. In North Carolina, the state has been working on ways to address Gen X, an emerging contaminant that is a perfluorinated compound. North Carolina House Bill 189 directs the Department of Health and Human Services to consult with the Secretary of Science Advisory Board in the development of health goals for contaminants. It also provides funding to support the identification, characterization, and monitoring of Gen X and other emerging contaminants in the land, air, and water in the state. To review the entire bill text or look at proposed legislation in your state and government affairs updates, visit the Government Affairs tab at wqa.org. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. Our WQA tip. We need you to join us for the D.C. Fly-In and Water Resources Congressional Summit, March 6th and 7th. WQA is once again teaming up with the National Groundwater Association and the Irrigation Association to host the Water Resources Congressional Summit as part of our D.C. fly-in. The summit will be on Tuesday, March 6th, and includes members of the two associations. The following day, WQA members will break up into small teams for congressional visits and government agency presentations. The registration is $200 per person, and it includes lunch and a reception, and this is a great opportunity to touch base with congressional members and their staffs and to speak up on behalf of important water industry issues and concerns. And again, a reminder to register for the WQA Convention and the WQA Business Operations Boot Camp. The boot camp takes place on March 25th, the day before the WQA Convention opens in Denver. You can register for both at the same time when you go to wqa.org 
slash convention. Well, thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about water treatment and filtration. Learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.